Now fighting out of the blue corner, standing five foot eleven inches tall. At least is that? Did I get that right? Yeah, you nailed that. Did, did wow. I? Write? Okay. We 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 don't do weight on a food show. <laughs> it's more than you think. <laughs> it's the metric system. It's confusing. <laughs> Jordan Davis, ladies and gentlemen, how are you, buddy? Doing great, man. Happy to uh, be back in studio here. It's always always even more fun when the sun's out in Indiana. Wins in basketball, it's even funner. It's oh, yeah. even it's easier to get out of bed. It's easier to do a little bit of work. And uh, well, we do a lot of work uh, watching hoops, eating while watching hoops, eating in general, having fun with everything that's going on. And uh, on a bright, bright, sunny. Well, it's the penultimate day of February because we have leap year. Tomorrow is leap year, right? Oh, the wow. 29th. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Tyrese Halliburton's only, what, four years old? That's exactly right. Boy, he's awfully good for <laughs> he's four. He's killing it, yeah. I had a bad game on Monday, but we're hoping to change that tonight. Pelicans Pacers get things going at 7 o'clock, but we're not here to talk about hoops all the time. We'll slide some of that in. We got to eat, and we're busy. We've had a lot of things to do, a lot of things that are going on. Do you guys have a special leap day going on tomorrow, or are you just run a normal business here? What's no, yeah, we don't. It's uh, just a special. We're open one extra day. That's you it. <laughs> Please, salaried managers, calm down. <laughs> you signed up for this. You know you don't get I any perks. You didn't know. even think about that. I'm going to text nope. Love and be like, hey, I'm going to need one 365th or six. I don't know what it would be. That's, more. Yep. Yeah. Crank it, crank it up. Time to time to go, but uh, there's always um, the interesting part of sectional basketball week because the weather's always weird. So we had 76 record high Monday, and now it's 34 and sunny downtown at WGCL. Uh, you're a man that probably doesn't go to bed as early as, as as I do. Did it get did it get ruffled up last late last night? Or was it, I heard it blow around a little bit, but. Um, yeah, so I was gonna stay up later. Then I found I rented Oppenheimer. I haven't watched it. That's yet. nine so, hours long. Dude, yeah, I know. So I, my goal was like, you know what? It's a long movie. I'll stay up late because I love storms. I wanted to like see it rolling in, and it was cool. Like it was windy, and like it was kind of eerie. I was like outside, like taking a video, and there was a ton of sirens going off. Um, but I ended up falling asleep. I think. I, well, and nothing really hit us, did it? It was just kind of windy. That's what I said. I don't just think a little bit of rain. Us. Yeah. I heard it shake and rattle and roll a little bit, but it wasn't. Uh, I live over by Bachelor Middle School, and if they light the siren up, we're, we're, we we don't miss that. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was good, and I was like, I don't hear anything. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be here and just uh, relax and, and do all that. So, good news is there is no news. Uh, we hope uh, everybody is uh, safe and, and with all of that. So that's the uh, the good part. How long is Oppenheimer? Uh, three hours. It's like three it. hours, like on the nose. So really? last night was good though, because my first time in the new house with their potential of tornadoes. Yeah. So I started to run through. Okay, where would I go? There's no basement, but I'm like, Very smart. there's you know, what's the most interior room with no windows? So I at least I've already gone through that thought process. If uh, I get caught off guard, well, that's why you get on this program. We just don't let anybody <laughs> on this program. You gotta have you gotta have some plans. You gotta have uh, some thoughts. You gotta have all the. All the fun things that are going on. Well, last time we talked to you, and this is, uh, again, I'm springing this all on Jordan because we never rehearsed. That would be stupid. Um, we went early last week because you had a big meeting at 3.30 last week. Anything cool out of that that I might have missed or is available for public consumption? Uh, I don't know how that works, so I will just broadly phrase it like that. What should we have our eyes on or ears on moving forward as we get out of February into March? I know spring break. We've got the tournaments. We've got St. Patrick's Day. But then after that, all of a sudden, April 8th is going to be here, and we're going to light this. Well, no, we're not. We're going to turn the lights off. Yeah. That's how that's <laughs> going to go. 
Uh, it was good, man. Yeah, it was a visit Bloomington board meeting. A lot of really great people within our community that are on that board. And just a ton of great work that Visit Bloomington does to showcase all the great stuff in Bloomington. But the Eclipse was one of the main things. All the things that are going to be going on uh, at Oliver. Shadow Fest at the fairgrounds got canceled. I know Herald Times, Carol, uh, put an article out about that. Um, seems like there was a lot kind of going on there. Uh, but yeah, they're going to have William Shatter, Janelle Monet at the Memorial Stadium, uh, Dunmeadow, Switchyard Park, food trucks kind of all over the place. And then the rest of the meeting was just kind of talking about all the work that Visit Bloomington did over the last year to get sports conventions here and uh, all the things that they really do behind the scenes that kind of go unnoticed. I saw, again, headline at Herald Times today, uh, Monroe County Airport is prepping for the eclipse with uh, how they're going to run planes in and out. Oh, wow. And yeah. you have to schedule. You just can't pick up and say, hey, we're going to fly in today. Uh-huh. And then I saw IU is going to have a big public safety meeting a week from today that's going to have the mayor, all the people from IU, state police on how we're going to handle the traffic, how we're going to handle a big to-do at Memorial Stadium, Dunn Meadow, all these places yeah, you talked service. about. Yeah, I'm on the air at 3. This thing goes at like 3.01. Oh man, yeah, that's true. So you I'm need to do live. They're not going to care. I'm doing live eclipse, bro. No, don't, don't don't ruin my dream here. This yeah. is what I've waited my whole life for. This. We need to get you a skylight in here. Play by play of yeah. the eclipse. It's here it covering. comes. It's air. It's dark. We got three minutes. I don't know what we're going to do. We got three. Turn your lights on. Really riveting stuff. Well, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just yell at cars going by. Turn your lights on. Yeah. You Soak in the moment. Pull over. You must pull over. Jordan Davis is here putting up with us. Uh, all right, let's talk about food. We always kind of talk about food. We just weave it in. Um, we just weave it in all all together and have a good time. Um, Brew Burger is going to have their, I think, is it today or tomorrow? They're cutting their ribbon for the chamber. I, it doesn't matter when it was. They had a big soft opening week last week and weekend. We both had a chance to get over there and get after it. This is the 16th Brew Burger concept from the Cunningham Group in the what Midwest. I think they're just about um, anywhere in any big city. Um I was impressed with the area over there. That used to be a bunch of old kind of rundown old places. And now, I mean, no one likes progress, right? But um, that's, that's, that's kind of like a little new district forming there from, uh, you know, Gables Bagels and Rush Hour down the hill now yeah. to, to Turquoise and, and Lucky Express. So you, got, you kind of got like Kirkwood. 4th Street, and now almost a little bit of 3rd yeah, Street. Yeah, you got Pizza X there now. The yeah, old laundromat. The yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. I know you went for lunch. I went for dinner. Thank you, by the way. Uh, team dro- game, buddy. Name dropping me in there, getting me, helping me out. Well, I just told him, hey, this is a guy who talks about food all the time. You need to have him in here. Oh, well, dude, I, I've been to Brew Burger. It's amazing. And the thing, but it's been many, many years since I w- went last. And the thing that I remembered from the last time I went was like, man, that ketchup. Yes. It was the ketchup. And I was so glad that it it exceeded my memory, which is usually hard to do. Usually, you know, you hype it up in your mind over the years, and you're like, oh, this thing was the best thing I ever had. And then it I falls once short. caught a fish this big. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, well, that was reeling and reeling and reeling. Toby Keith, I think, wrote a song about that, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, we did the uh, – my buddy went with me. Uh, he did the three cheese roasted garlic burger. That was uh, recommended. I did, and I tried it. We, I've, He finally gotten talked him into sharing. Which is very important <laughs> at these soft opens, because uh, I want to try a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah, um, we did the fry flight with the uh, like black pepper mayo, the ketchup, and one other. They sauce. make all their sauces, which is I thought I think that's for somebody who gets that big. That's interesting that they continue to throw quality into it. 
Got Absolutely, yeah, and that's one of those things like that someone like so good. like Upland does. They do a ton of stuff from scratch that people don't understand, like realize, and it makes a huge difference. That ketchup, man, I could talk this whole segment about right. that ketchup, and I'd be right there with you. <laughs> it's just so perfect for my taste, and I don't know, it was just so spot on. Uh, I did the lamb burger, oh, uh, with like pickled onion, goat cheese on like an oat bun, uh, and we also did sh- some Nashville hot chicken tenders, and there's a sauce to dip them in, but they're already like. Hot Coated, chicken style. Yeah. Um, I did the first few in the sauce, and after that, I had to chill out because the the sauce was adding heat. It gotcha. wasn't like cooling it down. We had wings, and with the with the hot sauce, did it have a curry flavor? Did you feel that curry heat in there? Interesting. A bit? No, I mean not on the Nashville, but that must. Have Although because Nashville's the... not the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on sauce. the wings, yeah, it was just a, the, again they make it there, and they were like, well, we're not going to tell you all that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it was <laughs> it was a different flavor. So if you think it's just going to be buffalo hot sauce. It is, but it, with a twist. I like that, and that's yeah. that's what it's all about. Is just has like, to be different. You have to have things that differentiate you from other burger places. We got great yeah. burgers in this town. I mean, we go Hankel's, Trojan Horse, Upland, uh, Bubs. I'm just throwing them off the top of my head oh, yeah. here. Michael's has a great one. There's a lot of places. And if I've left you out, I don't mean to. But uh, to add to that, you have to have a little bit of difference. My yeah. wife had the turkey burger, which again, you ain't catching me with the turkey <laughs> burger. Look at me. Look, there's no turkey. I, I, I let- went patty melt. See, I love turkey burger. Fat Dan's is a really good Fat Dan's, Eric Ryan. But, you know, but it, like, it, you have to differentiate yourself, but it also has to be familiar and approachable. Right. Like, again, you're like, oh, I'm getting buffalo wings. I'm not getting curry wings. Exactly. You know, so it's like, oh, it's familiar, but then it's something that is unique and you're not going to find it somewhere else. And we're talking about our friends at Brew Burger that have just opened TVs. Yep, you got three or four of them there. Nice bar, plenty of bar seating as well, and family dining. So don't think it, uh, of it as a. Uh, it is a burger joint, but it's a little bit at the higher end burger joint. Yeah. And, and that's d- kind of cool. That interior space was so well done. Just like the little divider they had in the dining room, some of the like lighting fixtures. And one of my favorite things, even though it was kind of cold when we went, I think on Friday, or a little chilly at least, um, they had this beautiful, you can tell that they thought ahead to when they're going to be on a wait. Because they had all that area in front with the benches. And I could just picture, normally I'm not a guy like, oh, 30-minute wait, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but they, like there, it's like, you know what? This is nice. This is a nice setup. I'll hang out. I'll chill. Wait for my table a little bit. So it's nice that they had that foresight. You can tell they've done it 16 times before, 15 no times before. Yeah, heated area there for folks to wait. There's room to sit out in the sunshine. It faces west, so they will be... Again, throwing some window treatments up there as well. So Brew Burger, open and ready to go. Now, what else? there's an ice cream place coming in, in that same building or one building over. I, I get lost. I'm yeah. So my understanding, we've talked about this a few times on yeah. here, and I've, I, I keep getting mixed signals. Uh, That's fine. But, but from what I can tell, I know it's like a coffee shop. They've got like some smoothie pictures in the window. And my understanding is that they're going to have Cold Stone Creamery products, but it's not going to be like a Cold Stone Creamery. Okay. Cool. Which I hope is the case, <laughs> but we'll see. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's uh, that's what I've been able to piece over the uh, the months. All right, what have you been eating? Let's start with that, and then I will start throwing in food topics as we move on because we we, we don't rehearse people. This that would be the what a waste of time. <laughs> it's more fun to do this. I like to surprise you. You like to surprise me. Let's go. That's how I do the podcast too. I just wing it. <laughs> let's, um, let's eat with yeah. Jordan Davis. We'll uh, hit up the office lounge. Oh. Went to the office for lunch yesterday. It was the last day of my staycation. Um, Staycase. Yeah, I did a little. I took uh, Friday through Tuesday off. Look at you. Yeah. Four whole days, huh? <laughs> Five. <laughs> no, it would Saturday, Sunday, I probably would have been off anyway. But yeah. <laughs> just because it's not this time of year. Office but no, lounge. Yeah, dude. And Food's even though good, it, it wasn't on special, I still did the, the butt steak, though. Yeah. 
And that's like one of the only places I will go out of my way to get steak sauce. Not because it needs it, but they have Country Bob's and they like oh. introduced me to Country Bob's. And it's not nearly as like bold as an A1. It's just got a little sweetness to it. Like and you were talking about earlier, you go back to something that comforts you or your, your ears yeah. and eyes and nose and mouth. They're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is going to be nice. Oh, and then you do the loaded baked potato and you just mess that thing up with some chives. Because they like it's like deconstructed. So you build it. So you yeah. flatten that thing out, put the butter on, you put the sour cream, then the cheese. Then you do the bacon, and then you just take all these chives, and it's just covered. The whole baked potato is green by the time I was done. Chives are completely underrated, by the way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And if you have bacon, cheese, anything, chives is the natural na- yep. natural compliment with that. The office lounges, uh, they're open for lunch and dinner. And uh, it's it, it's a local's place, but it's not a, it's not a local's place. People hit that on the way to the lake, uh-huh. the game days, everything else in between. So don't forget about it there. Over, how's construction out that way? Not bad. Not bad at all. We got out there super easy from the north side. And, um, yeah, they had a good um, – the guy who was cooking in there, I'm trying to remember his name, Matt. Either way, he did great. But he uh, – he knew who I was. He came out and he said, take oh. it. He said, take it easy oh. on us. Oh. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't even have to take it easy. He Look did a perfect medium rare. It was perfectly seasoned. Uh, they have always, oh, and that was one of those like win in Rome things Yeah. Uh, that I never order French dressing, but at office lounge, I was like, I feel like I got to do French Is dressing. Is that their thing? I didn't know that. I don't know. Well, thing. it's just like, it's kind of a, I don't know. It's kind of a working, working man's See, dressing. I get a salad just so I have an excuse to get the blue cheese. Because <laughs> when you eat it with your finger, people stare at you. And my wife kicks me under the table. That's why you sit on the far back. Back corner of the bar. You're blocked. <laughs> Jordan Davis talking food, food shop, food business. Um, what did I see? Indy's going to have a taste of Indian 2024, July 6th. The key, the common question I get just from everyone around here, will that ever come back to Bloomington? Yeah, so I met um, – actually, I don't think we've talked about this on here. We but haven't. I met, I met a couple months ago with um, kind of the old guard that ran it for 30 years, you know, Ron Stanhouse, Dave Kubiak, uh, Talisha Kopic of DBI. Um, so and they on Monday. And they said that they were happy to let me run with Taste of Bloomington. Um, so I've been having meetings, talking to people in the community that have the power to kind of pull it off. Um, and we're hoping – there's a very outside shot. We bring it back this year. Uh, but at the very least, by next year, Taste of Bloomington's going to be back. What's the biggest sticking point for people that are listening that might not understand how this works? They're like, we have Switchyard Park. We have where it's always been held. We, well, when you have 20,000 people, you got to have cops and electricity and gas and, yeah. and security. And, and, and there's this list that just keeps growing. Yeah. Well, so for the old showers location, I know for initially it was going to be the fire and police were going to go over there. And I don't think that's happening now. Uh, but um, what is that? Uh, Solution Tree, I think, bought that north lot where it used to be. So oh, the city doesn't even own that anymore. Okay. Anyway, I think... That for me, you're either bringing it back and doing it on Kirkwood, like Grand Falloon or Pride Fest or Lotus, uh, or you're going to Switchyard Park. It's a $30 million park. It's incredible. But I talked to Switchyard Park. They love the idea of doing it there. But for this year, they only have two Saturdays available. Neither of them are good Taste of Bloomington dates. Uh, So Switchyard Park is out of the question for this year, Taste of Bloomington. I'd still love to see how it would do on Kirkwood. I think it would be super, super You know what? I agree with that 100%. I'm going to tell you why. Because Taste of Bloomington got too big for the wrong reasons. There was the booths were too big, everything was the too big. The portions were too big. Right. This should the prices be, are too big. Right. And it created a work where we couldn't open our restaurants because we had to do so much work at the Taste of Bloomington. Yep. So taste is right there in the title. Not meal at Bloomington. <laughs> not sandwich at Bloomington. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. So I think to re to bring back control alt delete it a little bit and say, hey, we got it out to here. How about bringing it back to there? Yeah. And it makes perhaps more. My vision would be having like a three or four man booth instead of a 15 to 18 person production. Absolutely. So that would be why Kirkwood would fit because everybody wouldn't have these humongous spaces. You have your 10 by 10 space. Make it work. You know. Totally. And you could get more in there and everybody walks by and maybe everything's two bucks at, at the worst. You Venmo pop, 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 yeah. pop up and down the road. But don't even take cash. Just make it easier for everybody. Just Honestly, and I, I don't like, I understand from running a business how much easier it is to not mess with cash at College Mall. We didn't mess it. Doesn't with it doesn't get stolen. Because it was a kiosk. But <laughs> I do think businesses, it's good to keep taking cash. But for an event, Correct. For an event, I have already talked to people about that, about doing it cashless. Because that was one of the things. Um, now, it was a ticketed event in the past. I would like to see no. it be a non-ticketed event. Because no. um, they were having to run multiple times with thousands and thousands of dollars to the bank because everyone's buying their tickets. Folks who've been to Disney World know you get the wristband. Yeah. Get bing, pop, bing, pop. Bing, bing. Yeah. Right, then you get your bill and it's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, but you could do that and then, then you don't have to worry about theft and security mm -hmm. for that stuff it's just kind of how the world's working right now so again that would be the next well in our day we had beer tokens well it was your day yeah uh, there's, yeah there's nothing wrong with that but we might find a better way to do it yeah that's a, another way where i think um you know instead of having partnering with a beer distributor you just have every independent brewery and wineries totally. be, their, be their own vendor and just go buy They'll what you want to buy. They'll help you market it if they want to sell beer exactly yeah so there's you there's have, some things yeah. that um i think we're going to try to like re-envision um, reinvent totally yeah and so uh yeah i just want to make it to where it's a cool and just dude being a part of grand falloon of pride fest of lotus and just There's nothing that, better that than energy on kirkwood totally 100%. and we've got those ballers in place to pop up to shut down those sections anyway I don't know. I really, really hope we can make that happen. Uh, there's still a lot that would need to happen for it to happen this year. Yeah, let's. But not, I'm. Yeah. It's people are working on it behind the scenes. It's not just completely. Dead. Let's not hurry up and screw it up. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't need to wait for perfect either. So grab a date in 2025. Everybody has now 15 months to plan. Right. And then we're out of excuses. Go execute it and have some fun. Yeah. All right. Let's talk food now instead of dreaming about other foodie days down the road. <laughs> uh, Daniel Orr is doing Elite Menu. He's doing Frog Legs. I find that hilarious. Oh, nice. Yeah. For tomorrow, uh, today, tomorrow, and March 1st, French Frog Leg Entree. There you go. And... Uh, well, that's from his New York City restaurant. It's French. I can't pronounce. <laughs> Le Grenouille. Le Grenouille. Ratatouille. Yes. <laughs> oh, they will have ratatouille. It says right here. Oh, nice. Really? Crispy frog legs, which are delicious, by the way. Uh, they do taste like chicken. Parsley butter and ratatouille. From huh. 5 p.m. to close uh, today, tomorrow, and Friday. So he's always coming up with fancy stuff. Right. Oh, funny yeah. stuff. He's got a good sense of humor, too. So that's good. Okay. What are we eating? What are we eating? Uh, did Hive. I did the thing where I just ordered online, walked in, grabbed the bag, walked out, didn't talk to anybody, didn't make eye contact with anybody, which as much as people think I'm an extrovert, sometimes I'm not trying to do all sometimes that. Sometimes you're just hungry. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to pop in and out. I was in my jam jams. I had slippers on. You know what I mean? I'm sure people looked at me and thought that guy's having a rough day. I was having a great day. He doesn't wear a tuxedo <laughs> and top hat all the time. I was kids. having a great day. Uh, but yeah, I just did their Hive burger, uh, did a cinnamon roll. It was... Oh. Fantastic. You didn't put the burger on the cinnamon roll or anything crazy. No, like next that. time. Next I mean, time. I've I've done it before, but not <laughs> not not this time. 
Jordan Davis is hungry. He's making me hungrier. Go, keep going. Keep yeah, going. cool. All right. Uh, did Samira for the first time in a long time did their lunch buffet? They do it Thursday and Friday. I only, yep. only, only, only. That's important because I went over there one day hungry on a Wednesday. Denied. Yeah. Though they're just not open for lunch the other day, so that's the easiest way to remember it. But it was great. I did the you know Samir for lunch, and then popped over to K Bello for dinner for their soft opening. Hit the uh, the neighbors in the little one two punch. I like um, K Bello. Obviously, had the tragic loss of one of their chefs and partners, and um, there were some really good things. There were some other things that were like, okay, this is a soft open, uh, but I'm really excited to see what they do. It's a beautiful space, and they're doing brunch again. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, if you do brunch, you're on my good side. That's yeah. a, that's yep. it's not hard. I remember. When we were doing brunch at Yogi's, and it was us, Village Deli, Runcible, and Uptown. Yeah. The brunch thing is real. It's it's now moving in a different direction, and uh, that's exciting to have more places to go because sometimes Sunday is a quiet day in the restaurant business, whether we whether we like it or not. All right, two more. Hurry. <laughs> Cool. Uh, I mentioned Verona last week. I did their little maple cinnamonies again. Happy tie. I mentioned all the time I did their crispy chicken for lunch today. Smoking jacks I've been hitting because, again, I'm on the north side. Buck a rib, buddy. Buck a rib. And then last one, I mean, we went. uh, Lovey and I made a little Monday road trip, and he had never been to Milk Tooth. Uh, Speaking of brunch, and they are uh, Jonathan Brooks, who started it. Um, Mass Ave or James, Virginia? It's, um, it's Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not smack dab Fountain Square, but just a little bit off. Um, just a little bit north of like the hi fi. That's a legendary food place. Oh, food yeah. Place. If you have not been to Milk Tooth, that sh- needs to be at the top of your list in Indy. Um, and so it was really cool to take Lovey there for the first time. And we did their banh mi with this like roasted pork. The thing is, they nail their breads. I don't know if they partner with local people or Probably. they do it themselves, but they nail their breads. We did like a breakfast burger and it should be messy with all the things on it it should be messy and it tastes messy but you look at your plate afterwards and because it has the proper bun it was not soaked it up huh it soaked it up it held it together it kept it all in it's those little things it's those little little things that put a glisten in my eye all right buddy what's your ice cream flavor you're mixing samoas yeah absolutely man so we used to do thin mint uh tagalong and samoa but then we realized we already have mint chocolate with grasshopper we already have chocolate peanut butter with moose dream so we just do samoa now for girl scout season but it's coconut it's caramel it's chocolate it's a vanilla base (laughs) Samoa ice cream, give me Samoa of that. I like it. And I had a, <laughs> I had a couple Samoas last night. I shouldn't have, but I did. Ruben Pizza's back at Pizza X. That's uh, fun. We bought dough last night from Pizza X, trying to make our own calzones. How'd that go? We'll let Pizza X do that <laughs> next time. <laughs> Leave it to the professionals. Roll it out, man. Whatever you do on that Ruben when Pizza. You, what, when you think it's the dough's thin enough, roll it out more. <laughs> just, it's not. It. I was eating it in sock. It was, it was delicious. It just it wasn't what we needed. Uh, will you come back and see me next week? Yeah, if you'll have me. Thanks, this man. This is ridiculous. This I love goes it. way too fast. We need an hour. Wait, at least. At least. <laughs> Maybe we'll get one uh, down, down the road. Jordan Davis, the host of the No Dishes podcast, our foodie insider, the operations manager at the Chocolate Moose. Now you get a proper exit. I didn't give you the proper introduction, yeah. but that's fine. Here's Joe Smith to wrap up our number one.